Hi, welcome. We're here. It's spooky times. We are back in the garage. Yes. So if there's a a difference in sound. Do we sound rich? (laughs) It's because we are in a much bigger space than we've been over the summer. Ritz, bits. It's finally, (laughs) yes, it's finally tolerable out here again. Mm -hmm. So we're getting into our, this isn't technically our first episode of the spooky season, but it kind of feels like it. Yeah, it kind of does. Because Lost Highway is not really spooky. No, I mean, but it's it is. Spooky, it, yeah, but it's, it's not Halloween. Hell. It's spooky as hell. But this movie. This one is so much fun. 1974. Uh, before we talk about that, we oh, got wait. Kim here. That's right. Oh, wait. Who are you? Igor. Oh, that's right. <laughs> or Inga. Or Inga. Um, the Doom Biz. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Doom Generation Pod, on Twitter at Doom Gem Pod. Join our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Doom Generation. Um, all the stuff, all the links to all our things and merch and all that good stuff are in our link tree and our Instagram bio. Do it. Um, so, this, f- for real, this time is okay. one of my mom's favorite movies. Yes. <laughs> we know for a fact she has confirmed this I is the DVD fact- for her mm-hmm. for a gift and she loved it. We went and saw, at her request, this in the cemetery when they did it. Yeah. So I know for a fact. Yeah, and this is also my mom, too. And mm-hmm. she's like, oh, Young Frankenstein. That's like my favorite movie. And it's also one of my favorite movies. It's I love so good. Mel Brooks movies. But this is not only my favorite Mel Brooks movie, but my favorite movie. Um, Your favorite movie Mel of Bro- all time? Of, uh, oh, yeah. Mel Brooks <laughs> is still alive. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he he. This is one that he didn't appear on screen in, but I guess you said he was a voiceover. He's the voiceover in the when they get into the laboratory of Grandpa or Dad, yeah, whatever Frankenstein, Victor Victor. Frankenstein. Yeah, he's doing the voiceover for that. So Um, Mel Brooks and Gene Wilder mm co-wrote this one. Yep, we've got Gene Wilder as Doctor Frederick Frankenstein. Frederick Frankenstein. Frederick Frankenstein. Yes. Madeline Kahn as Elizabeth, Marty mm-hmm. Feldman as Igor. Terry I wrote Gar- that too on the on my cast list. I wrote him as Frankenstein and Frankenstein. Igor. Yes. Terry Gar as Inga. Peter Boyle as the monster. Mm-hmm. Cloris Leachman as Frau Blucher. Blucher. And Gene Hackman as the blind man. Yeah. I guess he wanted. He just he's uncredited. They wanted him to. He wanted to try comedy. So he did, I mean, he was. It was funny, but. It like he's yeah. it was the straight I man, mean, you know. Yeah, kind of. But it was funny. Yeah, it was funny. All of it is funny. All of this is very funny. Yes. I don't so give a shit how many times I've seen this. It's movie. a laugh a minute. It is. More and we're than gonna that. try to keep up with it because this is all just lines, lines, lines. We're and I'm gonna sure we're gonna miss something because there's so much happening. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna miss your favorite line. I'm sure you're gonna be screaming at us. It's in the dialogue. It's in the body movements. It's, it's in, in the, the looks. looks. Yep. It's like there's so much. Mm-hmm. Going the breaking on. the fourth wall. It's uh-huh. in Gene Wilder's mascara. <laughs> Which is so prominent. Like his eyes are so twinkly. Yes. In this movie. He has such big eyes. My, what big Big eyes eyes you have. Big eyes. So we get our opening credits over the spooky castle. Oh, yes. It's like that classic black and white 20th century fox. And I guess this is something that Mel Brooks insisted upon. The black and whiteness yes, of it all. The black and whiteness of it all. Like must be shot on black and white film because even if. And there's very few movies that I like, let alone mm-hmm. love in black and white. Well, but this know. does not detract whatsoever. No, from, it makes in fact, it, it makes I would better. Hate it I think. In color. Yeah. I think I would hate it in color. Yeah. It's got, it, it adds to the whole yeah, spookiness it, of it. It goes with that universal monster feel. Mm-hmm. You gotta have it. So we open on a rainy night and mm-hmm. see the castle exterior. Yes, it's like painted backdrop. I live. Mm-hmm. Ah, and inside a clock chimes midnight. Yes, and there's a coffin. Yes, 
of Baron von Frankenstein. It pops open with this corpse looking out, and like someone tries to pry this box from his cold, dead hands. Arm snap back. So that's like our first gag already. <laughs> yeah. Is he's having a hard time of it? It's like uh, uh, uh. the and corpse like, is not letting it go. Once he rests it away from the corpse's hands, like even the hands like kind of relax, like the fingers yeah. curl back in, and it like you know whatever. It's great. It's great. Amazing. And then we are into. A classroom. Right. And it's Gene Wilder, who's the professor in the school, giving a lecture about the human brain. And you see a man standing in the class holding the box that you just saw wrestled from this corpse. Right. Just quietly watching. He sits down in the back and listens to his lecture. And so he says that (laughs) one of the students says, calls him Dr. Frankenstein. He was like, that's Frankenstein. But aren't you the grandson of the famous Victor Frankenstein? Yeah. He's like, yes, yes. We know what he did. (laughs) <laughs> yes, like he doesn't to want to the... be related to. So no, he pronounces he... it differently to separate himself from his crazy right grandfather. His cuckoo, that's <laughs> <laughs> yes, a famous cuckoo, like his accidental relation to a famous cuckoo. So they bring in this volunteer. Oh yeah, volunteer. Yes, you know because he was like, give him an extra dollar. This is like a unhoused person. Yes, they got off the for street. sure. And they bring this poor old man in, and mm-hmm. he tests his reflexes. Oh, because he asked him, like, well, let's get to your question. And oh, right. Was, so like, his question was about... With the reflex, reflected, reflexive... And... <laughs> Hence why I skipped right over that part. <laughs> oh, the science of it all. Voluntary and reflexive movement. There you go. So that's why they bring out the bomb. Yay! Yes. Yay, I scienced, y'all. Yes. And so they uh, c- he p- comes out and he's going to test the involuntary mm-hmm. and reflexive movements. There you go. There you go. Hey. Okay. Oh. Oh, well, first try. First try. <laughs> oh. oh. First try. <laughs> <laughs> so he's explaining that reflex movements happen independently of the will. And mm-hmm. he curses the guy out and acts like he's going to knee him in the nuts and the man defends himself. Right. But first thing he asks, he's like, hop on off of there. And like the guy takes forever to get off. He's like, nice hopping. Yeah. <laughs> So many, so many good I'm things. like, but wait, though. But yeah, so he does a, you filthy, rotten son of a bitch. And then he flinches. And then so he's like, talks about, he puts that thing on his puts head. It's like a metal clamp on his posterior nerve at does the base work? of his skull. I don't know, man. <laughs> I'm not trying it. But he does the same thing again. Mm-hmm. And the man doesn't respond. And he knees him in the balls. Right. And he was like, I'll give him an extra dollar. All communication is shut off. Right. He would like, would it even work? He was like, he would collapse like a bunch of broccoli. And I saw somebody asking recently on the internet, what does that mean? And so I Googled it and it's only ever from this movie. It's not like a phrase that was a thing. So yeah, I guess just. You would be a vegetable. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. Or like soggy broccoli. Well, like you collapse like broccoli. Like broccoli doesn't really collapse. I know. So I don't know. That's why somebody was asking about it. So you got to chop it. You'll be chopping broccoli. <laughs> so he chopping broccoli. Chopping broccoli. If you guys don't know what that is, ooh. See, now we've started the broccoli ballad, and now we're not even going to talk about young friends. <laughs> Thank God they don't mention broccoli ever again no, in this film. That's it. Because it. it would Moving continue on. to happen. Moving on. So, yeah, they give him the extra dollar, and he's talking about how there's no way to regenerate life once something right. is dead. And the student asks about a Darwin experiment with vermicelli. He's like, Do you mean the pasta? Or the worm. <laughs> the worm, yes. Ugh, b- 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 and so he's like, yeah, I read about this, mm-hmm. but it's not the same as a human being, with very few exceptions. So they ask about his grandfather's work and whether bringing the dead back to life has any intrigue for him. No, I am have a better chance reviving life. That's what I'm all about. And the student brings up hearts and kidneys, and he's like, those are tinker toys. Yes, like this is the human nervous system but what about your grandfather's work my grandfather's work was doo-doo <gasps> and that's when he said he is not interested in death he's only concerned with the preservation right. of life and stabs himself yes, in the leg with a like scalpel more chance of reanimating this scalpel 
than putting back together a broken nervous system. And then, yes, he puts it into his leg. And I guess that's like a rumor that he actually did that on accident and like continued on with the scene. But that is not true. Okay. That is not that he would see the little thing that he put. Okay. Like a little packet Uh under his his pants. pants. Yeah. It's not. It's not true. So he crosses his legs and quietly dismisses the class. (laughs) Class clap is dismissed. And here comes the man with the box. Mm-hmm. Gerhard. He has traveled 5,000 miles mm-hmm. to bring him the will of his grandfather. His great-grandfather, did he Or great-grandfather, I think, The yeah. Baron von Frankenstein. So then he's saying goodbye to Madeline Kahn at the train. <laughs> oh, and this is another... Oh. This whole thing is just... It's so stupid. So she is very obviously not that into him. No. I'm not really sure why she wants to marry him. I guess status no, or something. He's I don't a know. doctor. I have no idea. I, I don't know what she thing does. To do. She well, you know, she's got a daddy, I guess. Because that's she's she does not even want to kiss goodbye. So she he no. goes to give her a kiss. She's not on the she's lips. Not on the lips. She's going, going to, to the party, party at like Nana and Nunu's or whatever. I don't want to smear <laughs> my lipstick. You understand. Right, you understand. And, and they, like they call all aboard and she's like, oh, dear, Freddie, darling, yeah. you've got it, mister. Yeah, like how could I put into words what it take, took me a lifetime to understand? You got it, mister. I'm yours. All of me. What else can I say? Right, like not the hair. No, the hair has just been set. Right, she like turns her head and he gets her hair in his mouth. He's like... <laughs> Does that mean you love me? <laughs> you bet your boots, my love. <laughs> you bet your boots. Taffeta, darling. Taffeta. Oh, taffeta. It wrinkles taffeta. so easily. Oh, the dress is made of taffeta. And he grabs her so hands. Easily. Oh, my nails. My nails. It's just like, oh, my God. And, and they, they like elbow bump. Goodbye. Foreshadowing 45 years into the future, or like 50 years into the future. Oh, my God. Like, so this is his fiance, and uh-huh. the most they've done is elbow rub. I guess so, at least in this moment. He blows her a kiss, and she ducks it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my hair. But oh then God. blows a kiss back. Yes, it's genius. It's genius. And choking on the train fumes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> And, like, all of that steam would have just blown her whole shit out. Oh, yeah. Her hair would have been messed up. Whatever. Hilarious. Hilarious. Mascara Mm -hmm. running down her face. And then Frankenstein on the train. And, yeah, the couple has that conversation behind them, and they, like, stop in New York. And then it's the same couple speaking in German, and they're having the (laughs) same conversation. In German. In German. And then it's, uh, where were they? Where did he say the stop was? The last one was Transylvania. Yeah. yeah. And he opens the boy to ask. Opens the boy. The opens, opens the, the boy. To open the, the boy. boy. <laughs> he opens the window to ask a boy <laughs> if he's in the right place. And he yeah, is. Yeah. So he gets off the train in this foggy mm-hmm. train station and mm-hmm. hears the sliding sound. Yeah. Dr. Frankenstein or Frank- Frankenstein yeah, he probably says it the like, right way. It's pronounced Frankenstein. You're he's putting me on. No. Do you also say Froderick? Well, no. <laughs> it's like you must be Igor. No, it's pronounced Igor. They said Igor. Well, they must have lied, didn't they? <laughs> My grandfather used to work for your grandfather. But the wages have gone up. So you understand. So he touches his hump and tells him that he is a rather brilliant <laughs> surgeon. Maybe he could help with that. And it's he's like, like, what hump? <laughs> I love how it makes that rattling noise. Like, uh, that. What, like <laughs> what was in there? Noise. Like, I don't know. They probably put something hilarious in there just because it was some inside set joke that there was like some well, crazy thing inside that hump. Thing where it moves back and forth from side uh-huh. to side. And they finally, I guess that was a gag that Marty Feldman did until they noticed it. And oh, they really? Kept it, he just kept moving it from nice. side to side until they noticed. And once they did, they left it in. So good. So good. So Igor tells him to walk this way. It's like, no, this way. And he literally <laughs> mimics his walk with the tiny cane. <laughs> you get that look, like that Gene Wilder look. He's like, mm, with Okey the mascara, them twinkly eyes. Mm-hmm. And he takes him to this hay cart and tosses his suitcase in on top of Inga. Ooh! The laboratory assistant. Yes, they thought you might need one. And she's like, oh, do you want to have a roll in the hay? Roll, 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 roll in the hay. hay. And she's fun. literally rolling yeah. in the hay. And of course, like. It's so innocent. Of course. So they head to the castle and Inga's scared of the lightning. Yes. And then she's like, oh, it's a werewolf. Werewolf? Where? 
there. Wolf. There. <laughs> Wolf. There. Why are you talking that way? Castle. <laughs> I thought you wanted to. Yeah, I thought you <laughs> no. wanted to. It's like, well, there it is. Home. Done, done, done. So they park the cart out front, and mm-hmm. Igor uses the giant knockers what? to knock on the door. Knockers. And he helps Inga down, and she's like, thank <laughs> oh, you, doctor. Thank you, doctor. <laughs> no, I mean the door knockers. Yes, of course. I don't even think he says it. He just, like, again, rolls his eyes. Yeah. And the, then the door opens. And it is Frau, Frau Blucher. Blucher. <laughs> and so the horse is Buck and Nay, and so let's just address it now. The right. rumor was... Well, that Frau Blucher meant started this yes. fucking rumor. He, he does told this. this story. Apparently, he does this shit, and I was kind of disappointed to find out that it wasn't true that the name meant glue. Yeah, it's not true that Blucher. But means I should have known better. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. As no. best as we could find, it was just supposed to be. The gag was that they're not afraid of her. No, they're not afraid when they see her. But there's something about hearing a Blucher. German name <laughs> that makes the horses. Nay, no matter where they are, they can it hear does it. it all every time. Yeah, so it doesn't matter if they're on screen or they're outside right. or whatever. You hear the neighing every time you hear her name in the movie. So it's just hey. that. It's just the simple. They it's do just it funny. again, like over and over again. He like introduces Inga to Frau Blucher, mm-hmm. and, they, again, and yeah, they it just keeps. Eat. And then even when they're inside later, mm-hmm. yeah, it well, keeps they happening. Well, they all go in and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then when Igor turns around and yells, Blucher. Blucher. <laughs> Kim has written on the whiteboard, Jewish Perhaps horses? Question Jewish mark. Horses? They don't like Germans. I don't, I don't know. know what to Maybe. tell you. That it was back it. in the day, man. It could be it, right? Who could say? But yeah, no. If that was the joke, he didn't. Uh, no, he didn't say so. They didn't say. So she goes up like, "Follow me, please." And they stay in close, and she's like, the, the stairs, they can be treacherous. And she says, stay close to the candles. Those candles right. are not lit, bitch. No. No. Those candles are not lit. No. Are those candles weapons? I don't know. Maybe it's like they were super low candles. I don't know. I looked real close after she said that because I noticed immediately, and I was like, is, is it just the angle? And I watched that candelabra, and those candles were not lit. <laughs> So she shows him to Grandfather Victor's uh-huh. room. She offers him some brandy and there's some this warm milk. The painting that looks just oh, like him. Oh, yes. He's like, no thanks. Ovaltine. Nothing. Thank you. Yes, I'm, I'm a, a little, little tired. tired. Good night. And then she t- tells the painting, good night, darling, and gives it a little kiss. He sees it in the mirror like, mm-hmm. oh, intrigue. And then he says her name and once again, yeah, good night, the horses. Frau Blucher. <laughs> So in the night, Fred, 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 Fred we're cool. What's up? Fred, Fred, Fred Frankies, Fred Franks. That's what we call him on the street. <laughs> he's having a fitful That's sleep. What the community calls you, and he's just no, no. Yeah. I'm not a Frankenstein. I'm a Frankenstein. You can't make me say it. Okay, okay, I'll do it. I'll say it. Destiny, destiny, no escaping, not for me. Destiny, destiny, no escaping, not for me. So Inga comes in and wakes him up and says he was having a nightmare and they hear music. Mm -hmm. What's that coming from? I don't know, but it seems to be coming from behind the bookcase. Behind the bookcase? Behind the bookcase. (laughs) Hand me that candle, will you? Right. And And the bookcase spins around. Put... The, the candle, candle back. back. <laughs> she does, and it spins all, all the, way the way around, around again, again. So he's still in the back. He's like, okay, I have an idea. Take out the candle, and I'm going to block it with my body. And he does, and then he's slammed in between the bookcase and the wall. Now listen to me very carefully. Do not put the candle <laughs> he tells her with all of her might to shove against the other side of the bookcase, and she does, and now she's behind the bookcase. Put the candle back. <laughs> and he does, and it turns around and opens and so they can go like inside. Real quick. Yeah, he does, he it, does like, it just for like a second. And puts it in, and then it goes sideways, and then they decide they find a secret passage. Mm-hmm. And they take the other candle, not the yes, one. Yes, oh, not that one. And they head down this mm-hmm. cobwebbed stairwell full of rats. Right. He goes to turn a door handle at the bottom and it breaks off in his hands. So he pushes the door open and it's the secret lab. Oh, and we see those skulls and two of the three are real. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Well, because, you know, it's cheaper to get real ones. It was. It's cheaper to get the six-month 
dead one is a model and the freshly dead one i yeah i got no body Frederick. yeah igor Frederick. he took the dumb waiter to the source of the music i just followed it down there must be someone down here so there's one more yeah, door call it a hunch <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they open the door and it's dark. Mm-hmm. So Igor po- points to these switches and the first one <laughs> shoots sparks everywhere. Damn your eyes! <laughs> Too late. The other one turns on the light. Mm-hmm. So this is where it all happened. Ah, yes. And we hear the voiceover. And so, yeah, the explaining this is the lab. Right. There's what happened in like life and blah, 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 blah. And they see a light coming from behind a door. There's a light under the door where the violin is coming from. And they open the door and there's a lit candle and a still warm violin. Yeah, it's but still no warm. one there. Right. And a cigar that had just barely been put out. Such strange goings on. Right. Then he finds like, this is it. His private library. I found it. How I did it by Victor yes, Frankenstein. It was that easy. <laughs> So he reads all night, and now, like, that mascara is popping. Uh-huh. And he opens up his eyes like, it could work! work! And now the portrait is smiling. And my <laughs> my note right here, which I forgot about, says, and I realize I need to know what brand of mascara this is. Right. Because girl, girl lashes for days. Flutter, flutter, <laughs> flutter. Next morning, he's having breakfast with Inga, reading more from Grandpa's journals. Right, he's all kipper. <laughs> Igor is making a sketch. Yes. Make the creature of a gigantic stature. Mm-hmm. All his organs would have to be increased in size. He must have an enormous schwanstucker. Well, that goes without saying. Right. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be very popular. Yes. So he has, like, he's like seven foot seven in height with everything in proportion. He's like something like this. And it's like the classic monster Frankenstein. Right. This drawing. might be our man. You've got something there. Right. And they hang the picture and it like swings like the body is at the gallows. So yes, then we see a hooded man hanging in the gallows mm-hmm. and then being buried in a shallow grave. Yeah, they wait for them to bury him and under the cover of night, they dig up the body. And they manage to lift that coffin out of there way easier than you think for like a massive hulking figure. What a filthy job. (laughs) Could Could be be worse. Could Could be be raining. raining. (laughs) Cue the rain. (laughs) So they cart the coffin back to the castle, but they get stuck on a rock and it falls off the cart and And an arm arm falls out the side. And this, of course, is the perfect time for the constable to come on over and introduce himself. Need a hand? I've Thank you. I've got one. Yeah. And so he's got the corpse arm tucked under (laughs) his armpit. (laughs) He's like picking at the fingernail. Uh Uh-huh. You know. And so he's just sitting there with this stiff arm talking Mm -hmm. to the constable. Right. He introduces himself. and He's like, oh, yes, I heard that you were in town. And And he shakes the corpse's hand. He's like, oh, you're bone cold. He's like, get home to a warm fire and a little nip from the bottle. And, you know, whatever. They do exactly that. They move on. Mm -hmm. And, like, he goes to salute him like Igor's down there with his arm. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So then we see the body on the table. Mm -hmm. Oh, what an awesome sight. Oh, yes. What a profound and irreverent night is this. With such a specimen for a body, all we need now is an equally magnificent brain. Mm -hmm. You know what to do? I think I have a pretty good idea. And that's when he notices the hump has changed size. He's like, wait a minute. Was that on the other? Never mind. (laughs) Never mind. Yeah. You have that name I gave you? Uh, Yeah. He's got it written down of the brain to collect. Hans Delbruck. Right. So he goes to the lab and they have a. To the brain repository. Right. Because that's a thing. five, just drop it through the slot. So he opens the door and scares himself with his own hand because he put it through the mail slot. slot. And Uh, then he finds the brain, but he gets scared by lightning and his own reflection and drops the brain of Hans Delbruck. Busts it all over the floor. So he grabs an abnormal brain. Do not use this brain. What were they going to use it labeled. for? Clearly, Clearly labeled, labeled. Do not do use not this use. brain for science. So he brings it back and they're looking at the body again. He's hideous. He's beautiful. And he's mine. Right. He's mine. And we have the weather for it. There's lightning and thunder. Igor's up on the roof with the kites. Mm-hmm. Like He goes, be careful. There's a chance of being electrocuted. Like he's hollering up to him. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, be careful. Like, do you hear me? He's like, yeah. And he's like right behind right him. Right next to he's him. He's like, wait. How did you get there? Did, 
did you tie off the kites? He's like, why yes, are of you course. shouting? Yeah, why are you shouting? <laughs> so they release the safety valve on the main wheel. This mm-hmm. is the moment. Well, dear, are you ready? Right. He gets all dramatic. Elevate me. <laughs> right here? Yes. Like, yes. Elevate raise the, the platform. platform. Oh, oh, the platform. Oh, the platform. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, yes. They raise him up with the body. Mm-hmm. He gets dramatic and he has this monologue prepared. From that fateful day when stinking bits of slime first crawled up from the sea and shouted to the cold stars, I am man. Our greatest <laughs> dread has always been the knowledge of our own mortality. But tonight we shall, I wrote blah, blah, blah yeah, into yeah. the face I was, of like, oh, I was like, oh, good. You wrote it all down because I didn't. Tonight we shall ascend to the heavens, mock the earthquake, command the, or no, yeah, command the blah, 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 and <laughs> penetrate into the very womb I couldn't keep up of impervious nature herself. So he goes up to the outside and tells him, throw the switch when he gives the word. Right. So throw the first switch. Throw the second switch. And then throw the third switch. Not the third switch. Yes, the third switch. And it sparks and bubbles and glass shatters. Life! Life! Do you hear me? Give my creation life. (laughs) And the creature glows but does not wake. Nope, they got the winds, though. (laughs) (laughs) What? So they turn everything off. He says, bring me down. The body's like smoking, but has no heartbeat. He is defeated. Banging on its chest. Nothing. Right. He's like, no, no. Be of good cheer. Science teaches us, if anything, to accept our failures as well as our defeats with dignity and grace. And they start strangling the body. You son of a bitch bastard. Why did you do this to me? Banging on his chest. I do not want to live. I don't want to live. I do not want to live. And they're like taking him. They have to pull him off. Mama. So then we're at a town meeting and they don't want Frankenstein there. They're like, no, no, all the scientists are the same. You think they're working for you, but they're They're only trying to rule the the world. Rule the world. So the one man most qualified to judge fairly, they say, is Inspector Kemp. Yeah, and he comes over there with his ratchet arm. Lights his cigar off his mechanical hand. With the monocle over the eye patch. Uh Uh-huh. I love. Before we go around killing people, we had better make damn sure of our evidence. The riot is an ugly thing. And once it started, she cannot be stopped. (laughs) And... We had better confirm the fact that young Frankenstein, he said the name. No, he said it. Is following in his father's footsteps. So we need to go down for a quiet chat. Yes. Or up, I guess. It's up on the hill in that clearly haunted and suspicious castle. (laughs) And the doctor is at home lamenting his reputation. Right. They're having dinner and Ink is like, you got to stop thinking about it. You haven't touched your food. And he's like, there. Yeah, he pats his food with his hands. I've touched it. There. Happy? I've touched it. Igor's like, oh, the what things my father used to say to me. Yeah, when things like this would happen to him, I remember the things he would say to me. What did he say? What are you doing in the bathroom day and night? Get out of there and give someone else a chance. And that was it. And that's it. And so Frankenstein says, maybe it's better this way, the poor lifeless Hulk. Maybe it is better off dead. Yeah, but... In the lab. But before we find out what's happening in the lab, (gasps) it's a perfect time to take a quick break. Oh, perfect. We'll be right back. Down this road is a small city once thriving and full of life, but now desolate and abandoned. Well, Abandoned save for the horrors rumored to reside within, which I presume is why you're here. Now there's nothing wrong with a little morbid curiosity, but please remember to stay close to your guides. We wouldn't want anyone to get left behind now. (laughs) Hello and welcome to Nopeville, the city filled with all the terrifying and horrible things that make you say nope. Nope. We're your tour guides. I'm Jen. And I'm Christine. And we invite you to join our tours through the city, including all things paranormal, true crime, and supernatural. From haunted places to possessions. From serial killers to cults. From zombies to cryptids. You can find out more on our website at nopevillepodcast.com. And catch a tour today wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> We're back. 
have returned. And we are in the lab. Yes, we see the fingers are twitching. And he starts to moan. <sighs> Back at the table, they hear the moan, but he thinks it's Igor just loving right, the dessert. Because he was like, actually, I'm not a dessert person, but this is really good. And then he hears it, and he's like... He's like, but you made a yummy sound. <laughs> yeah, I didn't make a yummy sound. Yes, you made a yummy sound. And he was like, oh, well, if it wasn't you, and it wasn't you... <clears throat> oh, it's a creature! It's alive! Alive! Stand back! And then he leans in. I'm going to set you free. Is the sedative ready? Yes, doctor. He unstraps him. Mm -hmm. I want you to sit up. And he does. Stand on your feet. And he does. And you can do it. You can do it. Now walk. He does. He takes a few steps and Inga's frightened. And Igor or Igor, I can't, now I can't keep it straight in my brain. Lights a match. Whatever. And, and he the freaks, out freaks out. And chokes Frederick. And he's like, they play like a full on game of charades. It's like, sounds like bed. Said, said, said a give. <laughs> said a give. So, yeah, so they finally get it mm -hmm. and she gives him the shot. Oh, this, duh. Yeah, like that was what Silly. you had to have ready. Yes, of course. And that's when he's like, said a give. Yeah, said a give. He's like, can I talk to you? <laughs> Would you excuse me for one moment, dear? Right. Like, she, <laughs> she goes away and, like, he goes, you know, can I talk to you for a moment? And he's like, no, no, up here. Like, come sit down in the chair. Now that brain you gave me. Was, was it, it Hans Delbrook? No. I, like, you're going to be angry. Like, I will not be <laughs> angry. It's like, well, it was uh, Abby someone. Yeah, would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? Right, Abby someone. Abby who? Abby Normal. I'm almost sure that was the name. Abby Normal? Are you saying that I put an abnormal brain into a seven and a half foot long, 54 inch wide gorilla? He jokes Igor and they like launch into Is another game of charades. But luckily... There's a knock at the door. And it is the mechanical hand of the constable. It is the ratchet arm of Kemp. Inga goes down to see what it is and tells Igor to put that thing on the operating table and strap him down tightly mm -hmm. while the doctor tells him. Right, of course. He's going to go wash up so he looks normal. Yeah, we, we all, all have to look, look normal. normal. So downstairs, ha, yeah. monsters. <laughs> and they're throwing, they're playing bullseye or playing bullseye, playing, bullseye, playing, playing darts. darts. Wow. Wow. <laughs> This is the 20th century, Kemp. Ghosts are passé, like goblins. Right. I know. I can't believe that you've bought into this. He says it's a very real thing and stabs his darts into yes, his arm to hold puts them. It in his arm and then he's cheating. Totally. At darts, he does little... He just makes the sounds. Nice grouping. Kemp keeps fucking up do the doctor's dart throwing right. by just making sounds and mm -hmm. doing shit like while he's trying to he's throw. He's a cheat! And then he says, like, are you sure I can assure the townspeople that you have no interest in continuing your grandfather's work? Can I count that as a yes? Sure. <laughs> Good night. Come by anytime. We're always open. And his arm gets stuck. Right. <laughs> he walks off. <laughs> he leaves. And then, like, all the tires are flat on the And the cop has a dart stuck in his hat. hat. Yes. And back in the lab, mm -hmm. Frau Blucher comes in the secret mm -hmm. entrance to find the secret, the secret, the creature on the slab. Right. Secret Weak, creature. Secret creature. Weak through. We've done it. We've done it. I'm going to set him free. Would you like that? Yes. They wanted I'm going to, hurt to help you. you. Yes. So they come in just as she's releasing him. Frau Blucher. You mustn't. He will yes. kill you. No, he's as gentle as a lamb. He's got a rotten brain. Rotten, I tell you, rotten. And that upsets the creature. Ixnay on the rotten brain. She's like, no, I know what to do. And the monster's getting pissed. So right. Blucher picks up her violin and plays. That was you? That music? Yes, it is in your blood, all Frankensteins. It was you all the time. Yes. That was your cigar. <laughs> yes! Yes, say it, say it. He, he was, was my boyfriend. boyfriend. And the creature backs into some coils and gets spooked mm. and runs out. And he escapes. Now oh, you'll never catch him. He's free. Like, what is he, the fucking gingerbread man? Right. Like, was you'll that the plan? You were going to make life me. and then release him into the fucking wild? Right. I don't know. And like they don't even follow him. Like They're like, oh, wait, it's raining. Right. I'm in my oh, pajama no. jam. I'm going to get wet. It's a pajama jammy jam. I can't go out in the rain. We've got to find him, you understand. We've got to find him before he kills someone. He wasn't going that fast. You could just go. I mean, like, get the sedative and then like off you pop. 
One of you guys has to be able to run that fast. Come on. You got <laughs> so horses. You can run that fast. You got you got horses. We know. We know. Because they hear keep them. saying, Blucha. So you see a little girl singing, dropping flower petals into mm-hmm. a well, and the creature comes up behind her. <gasps> and a man is boarding up windows because the monster is loose. Right. And, like, how did they hear about this? I guess word travels fast I in this small so. village. In a well, because that was the night before in a rainstorm, and this is presumably the next morning because it's guessing. daytime. I mean, that, the moon times and the sun times and the storm times. It's hard times, to tell hard in to black and white a... times. <laughs> you guys know that the world was black and white in 1974. That's what right? it looked like before everything switched to color. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there, he's like telling his wife, "Oh, thank goodness you put Helga to bed with all these this monster business." She's like I didn't put Helga to bed. I was making the whatever the fuck she says. You're supposed to put Helga to bed, <gasps> and they can't find her. And they're looking around, and they're like. She's out there teaching the monster to blow bye-bye kisses to the flowers. Right. And then they go to get on the... She wants to get on the seesaw. <laughs> seesaw. And he sits on the seesaw and sends her sailing. Launches her into her bedroom window. Right. And the parents are like, oh, we'll go check. I thought you checked. So they checked right after she lands safely in her bed. Or is she unconscious? She looks like she's I don't know. Asleep. Maybe. They're like, oh. So then it's nighttime in the Moon interior times. of a modest home. Mm-hmm. And Gene Hackman is yes. holding a rosary and kneeling by his bed. And all he wants is a visitor. A temporary companion to help him pass a few short hours in his lonely life. And of course, the creature storms ah. right in. Oh, thank you, Lord. My joy and my prize from heaven. Don't speak. Don't say a word. Mm-hmm. You must have been the tallest one in your class. Right. My name is Harold. What is your name? Mm. Nope, didn't get that. Mm. Forgive me, I didn't realize you were a mute. <laughs> me, a blind man, and you a mute. An Uh-oh. incredibly big mute. Yeah, an incredibly big mute. He's like, would you like some soup? Mm. Mm. So he tells him to hold out his bowl. And I, why did the blind man think that he know. was going to like put your thumb in there like Yes, hold on know. to the soup bowl yourself or I something. I don't know. He pours it right into his lap. Of course he does. Now he a little wine with your soup, huh? Mm. And this he does successfully. He puts right. his finger in the mug and finds it. Right. He manages to do that fine. And then, then a toast. Oh, and then he smashes the mug. Oh, my. And he didn't hear that? Nope. The monster rolls his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a surprise, some cigars he's been saving. For a special occasion. So he tries to light it with the um, candle and he gets scared. No, no, fire is our friend. I will show you. I'll show you. So he tries to help the monster light his cigar, but he lights his thumb on fire. He holds his thumb out instead and lights that and then freaks out runs into the night. Right. Wait. I was going to make espresso. Which you said that was ad-libbed? Yeah, I guess he ad-libbed it and they had to cut because everybody started laughing. Because it was funny. It was funny. The monster is shambling through the streets when he hears violin music. Oh, and he like... It's Fred, Fred, Fred. I keep wrote because I did it for brevity. Fred. So I have Fred written and I just had Fred written because of Lost Highway that we just Oh, yeah. Oh, that's funny. So Froderick... In disguise, with his twinkly eyes in the night. Is playing the violin. Mm-hmm. The monster is drawn in, and they drop a net on his head. And Inga sedates him. And he's out. I know! <laughs> so back in the lab, the doc is going in. He wants a candle. Right, he's like, I'm going in there. No matter what I say, no matter how cruelly I beg of you. Or how terribly I may scream. Do not open this door. Or you will undo everything I've worked for, do you understand? Yep, we got it. Nice working with you. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes in and Blucher locks the door. And of course, he immediately begs to get yes, out. Yes, as soon as I he wakes up. I was joking. <laughs> Open this goddamn door. I'll kick your rotten heads in. <laughs> she will mommy! About, yeah, mommy! Nine! The creature confronts him. He breaks the chains. Yeah. Hello, oh. handsome. You're a good looking fellow. Do you know that? You know what? They hate you. They laugh at you because they're jealous. Look at that boyish face. Look at that sweet smile. Yes. You want to talk about physical strength, about sheer muscle, the oh. Olympian ideal? You're a god. Listen to me. You are not evil. You are good. You're a good. This is a good boy. This is mother's angel. So he's relieved. I want the world to love him. He snuggles him. We're going to make the single greatest contribution to science. And 
Dr. Frankenstein, are you all right? Dr. Frankenstein, are you all right? My name is Frankenstein! To the Bucharest Academy of Science. Yep, they have a showing. It's sold out. Dr. F. Frankenstein presents the creature in a startling new experiment in reanimation presented in cooperation with TNS, Transylvania Neurological (laughs) Society. I don't know why I wrote all that down, but I did. I'm so glad that you did because what follows is one of the single greatest comedic bits of all time. So the constable and his posse enter from the back to keep Mm -hmm. an eye on things as the show begins and they introduce the doctor. Mm -hmm. No one claps. Nope. They hiss at him as he's speaking. Oh, yes. I was once like you, grounded in science. But then he got into the reanimation of dead tissue and they all laugh. They scoff. And then he brings out the creature. He shambles out in a hospital That's exactly gown. what I fucking wrote. Because he's shambling. And everyone screams. And they start to run. No, no, no. Be seated. Stay in your seats. I beg you. There's nothing to fear. So he demonstrates his balance coordination, has him walk heel to toe, heel to toe. Right. And he backwards. Does, gets a little treat. And they clap, they clap. Yeah, he pops something in his mouth. Mm-hmm. For what you are about to see next, we must enter quietly into the realm of genius. <laughs> a cultured, sophisticated man about town. Hit it. <laughs> <laughs> and here they're both in tuxedo and top hats. Profession fits. Put on the red! <laughs> and then I love the super duper! Just yes. <laughs> up like Gary Cooper. Super duper! And they tap dance. Igor does the piano. Inga's in the wings. Yes. The audience is loving it. The creature's doing windmills. Yep. And then a light bursts, and he panics. Ah! The doctor tries to move on, but the crowd starts throwing he vegetables. He a little shuffle. He tries to throw a little razzle-dazzle. Yeah. And like nope. they brought vegetables to a science thing? You do that. You used to do that back in the Even days. a science thing? Yes. I guess. Please, I beg of you for safety's sake, don't humiliate yes. him. <laughs> so the no- the monster knocks him out, mm-hmm. like he jumps into the crowd, down. the police drag him off. They chain him up by the throat. Right. And the doctor and Inga chained, chained oh. like a beast in a cage. If I could only fix the imbalance of his cerebral fluid. But how? How before it's too late? And Inga's kissing on him and Giving like him little kisses to relieve There was the only tension. way to relieve the tension. And to he give looks you a little peace. He has that little twinkle uh-huh. in his eye. And then Frau Blucher's coming in and doesn't see them mm-hmm. and hears the voice high up above. Yes. And then here comes the lab table down from the roof, and mm-hmm. they're naked and smoking on the lab table. Post-coital bliss. But he got a cable while he was out. I told you never to interrupt me when I'm working! But your fiancé will be arriving any second. Uh-oh. What? Elizabeth here tonight? Yeah, I suggest you put on the tie. Yeah, more than a tie, maybe. Mm-hmm. You can hang it from your dog. Right? Elizabeth arrives and Inga's out waiting on the porch in this super spangly dress. Oh my god. This is to greet the fiance. I know. The fiance that comes out all turbid and furred. Darling, surprise. Love me. Yes. This is my financier. Yes. (laughs) Fiance. Yes. And um, <laughs> he asked him to help. He asked Igor for help with the bags. He was like, all right, you take the blonde. I'll take the one in the turban. Woof! Yes, he's Igor's got a thing for her already. Right. He's like, this is this where he takes the bite out of her mink stole. <laughs> yeah, he's got it. Yeah. He's like, he, like, growls like a dog yeah. at her as she walks by. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, he they go in. The monster's lo- still locked up in jail. The mm-hmm. cops are telling him, "Settle down. We're gonna be pals, nice and cozy, mm-hmm. just like old friends." But then they light a match in front of him. Oh, you don't like that, do you? Hold it up to his face. Oh, no, you shouldn't do Ooh. that shit. He chokes him and lifts him up off the floor. Yep. Rips them chains right off. Break them chains. And there's an angry mob outside the jail with torches. Yeah, of course. And they will curse that he will curse the day he was born a Frankenstein. A riot is an ugly thing, but I think it is just about time that we had one. What? I know no one can understand the constable's <laughs> accent. So they go to the castle. Frederick mm-hmm. is kneeling at Elizabeth's feet, telling her about the monster breaking loose. Right. And she's like, "If you know, like, I are you going to be just down the hall in case I get the fright during the night? Like, ugh. well, I thought under the circumstances I could stay with you. Oh, so close to the wedding. Yes. Yes. And she's like, no. <laughs> but, uh, you know, she's a virgin. He's not. That's a tough choice. Right. You're a tough guy. Oh, 
So he goes to kiss her. No, no tongues. tongues. Good and night, I guess darling. That was she improvised that too. I guess. Good night, sweetheart. Yes. I love you. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, he's over it. He grumbles all the way out, and like then we see Elizabeth at the thing sitting singing the battle hymn of the republic yeah so the monster's out shambling and he hears mm-hmm. elizabeth singing right so he breaks in he comes to her window and bow, he takes bow, her bow, come inside take <laughs> elizabeth away <laughs> they go <laughs> into the woods so the mob's looking for them but he's right. he's got her he's on the woods and she wakes up with her bride of frankenstein right in her she hair. was so scared i want them so it's beautiful. I'm going to do it. And ask what he is and what he wants and what he wants to do with her. Right. So you better have me back by 1130. I'm waiting for a very important phone call. Speak, speak. Why don't you speak? Right. Then like he goes to get undressed and she's like, he reveals oh his God. penis and she's like, woof. woof. <laughs> I'm engaged, but oh, sweet mystery of life. At last I found you. He's grunting on top of oh, her. Oh my goodness! The mob is still searching, and then there's like a heart screen wipe. Right, they're having a smoke. They're having their postcoital smoke in the woods. Penny, Penny for, for your, your thoughts. thoughts. Mm. You're incorrigible, aren't Little you? Zipper neck. All right, seven always has been oh my lucky my number. Goodness. Seven. Wow. My goodness. Well, he's a monster. Come over here, you hot monster. Oh. So um, he gets up and wanders off. You men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones, and you're off to tell the boys. You better keep your mouth shut. Oh, my God. I think think I'm in love with him. (laughs) So then there's a violin being piped through a megaphone from the castle Mm -hmm. roof by the doctor. He's playing it for the music, and then he finds he shambles through the streets and climbs the wall. He faints at the top. Right. Like, no, let him. He wants to do it. And so, are, have all the preparations been made for the transference? It's the only way. Are you sure you want to go through with this? You realize you're risking both your lives. Yes. So they're both on the slab. Yes. Their brains are connected with helmets and wires. Mm-hmm. And Igor is running the controls. Right. And he said, the doctor said to allow for 15 minutes to rest. Not a minute before, not a minute longer. But the mob is assembling outside. Uh-oh. Using the constable as a battering ram right. to get into the castle. <laughs> That arm is useful. And so it they've got they just need two more minutes. They're almost in. Oh no. Oh it's no. seven seconds too soon. They oh. have to stop the process. And he says, Don't the creature. Right. When he says, like, take put that man down. Yes, put that man down. And for as long as he says he's the monster, for as long as he can remember, people have hated him. Look at his face and body and run away in horror. Mm-hmm. Blueguard's crying. <laughs> and uh, he lives because this poor half-crazed genius has given him life. He mm-hmm. alone held an image of me as something beautiful. He used his own body as a guinea pig to give me a calmer brain and somewhat more sophisticated way of expressing myself. So Kemp goes to shake his hand, and the townsfolk clap, and they leave. And For sponge he, cake and wine. Right, and he pulls his arm off. He's like, oh, well, to the lumber yard. And they depart. Yes. So sometime later, we see Dr. Frankenstein carrying Inga over the threshold They've as gotten Mrs. Married. Frankenstein. And so oh, the name is beautiful. The doctor gets undressed, and she's like, hold on to the hat. <laughs> right. And hears singing and goes a little loopy. Yeah. Like all of a sudden he gets. Yeah. Elizabeth's in her room singing mm-hmm. for calling for honey. Yes. Don't be mad at daddy. You know how he is. And he likes to throw the parties. And he's sitting there reading his The magazine. creature is in bed with the paper and his <laughs> leopard jammies and bifocals. Right. And then she comes out with her hair done up like. The hamper is for shirts. Yes. And the other one is for socks and poo-poo undies. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so back in the doctor's room, he's now moaning like the monster and coming for Inga in bed. <laughs> She's like, mm, the feeling is mucho. She asks if the monster got part of his brain. What did he get from the monster? Oh, and he looks into the camera. Zooms in on his No, no, I eye. don't believe it. Oh, no. Oh, oh sweet, sweet mystery of life. At last I found you. So, yes, we end on, a, on an orgasm. I guess so. Is what it sounds like. So did he get a big dong? He got a or big did he dong. just I guess that's what blowing the implication that back out. there. Or just skills. Back shots. He got them skills to pay the bills. Hitting them walls. <laughs> <laughs> back back 
fourth and fourth. <laughs> so this is a lot shorter on time than I expected it to be. Yeah. And so what else do we got to say about Young Frankenstein? Oh, that we did find out that it was true that Aerosmith walked this way. The title was inspired yes. from this movie. So the song has absolutely nothing to do no. with the movie, but the title is from that part where yes. he tells them to walk this they way. They went to see it. They thought it was funny. And so they made the title and then wrote the lyrics. Yep. So there's that. I watch this every spooky time. I watch it, yeah. I've seen it a ton, a ton of times. Um, like I mentioned before, we went and saw it. I took my kids and my mom and I went to see it in the cemetery. Not the mm-hmm. Hollywood one, but the local one. Yeah. Um, and that was fun. It wasn't like a shadow cast or dressing up no. or anything really, but it was just cool to We go went see. there for Rocky Horror, didn't yes. we? Yes. Yeah. Doing the time warp on people's graves. Yep. We sure (laughs) did. We sat on people's graves and watched movies. Yeah. That's just something you do in California. The thing that you do. It's fun. I think they do that other places. I'm sure they do. I don't think that's a strictly California thing to do. The disrespect of the dead is clearly a California thing. We're all out there, dudes. Well, I thanked the lady. I like used her name and thanked her for letting me dance on her grave. I mean, what was she going to do? Reach up and grab you by your (gasps) butt. Far beyond being offended by my Frankenstein. Oh, she got her Frankenstein. My, uh, clop, my clip clops. Tessa has <laughs> Crocs so cool. that are platform mm-hmm. leopard print. They're you guys. fashion. It's called Nicole. fashion, Brenda. Look it up. Look it up. Look it up. So yep. yeah, next week we've got. Oh, I know what we got. Is it already? Is it your birthday it episode birthday next episode? Oh, yeah, you guys, it's our birthdays this month. We yeah. haven't mentioned that. I don't know why we ain't talked about that we both shit. Got October birthdays. is the month of our auspicious births. You should tell us happy birthday by joining our Patreon <gasps> for the low, low Ooh. price of 2 to $4 a month. Good one. And Good we'll one. send you gifts for our birthday. There you go. See how that works? And you can send us gifts. At you can. No, you can. Yeah, I'm not giving out my address, no. but... If you, if you no want to hit me up in the DMs. Yeah, no, I don't Slide have a PO DMs box. If you, you want to send us box. cool things. Right. I accept. Um, so, yeah, no new patrons this week. No yearbook signings. So get on them. Apple reviews or send us some emails. Do it. Uh, we'll read those out on the show. Leave us a voicemail. I keep forgetting to say. 702-720-DOOM. Right? We will play those on the show. Leo, leave us another Come one. On, Leo. Leo. We already had two. Come on. Um, if you guys want to do voices, like... If you like how we had, Jack, I presume that was not Jack Nicholson. Oh, you us. didn't think it was because I totally thought. But it if was somebody Jack wants to call and just if you're good at impressions and you want to leave us, do it. You know the stuff like that. Show if us you your stuff, if you want to leave us an obscene you have phone call, own, there you go. You want to leave us an obscene phone call? Go ahead. We like another it. podcast, and you want to give yourself a shout out, but you got to also it. say something about us. But you can shout yourself out. Keep it short. Don't be talking forever. I mean, you know, like well, thirty seconds or less. We'll put good, it on good, there. Good, 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 good. Just say hi. This is so and so from such and such podcast. I just want to say, and then there you go. Give yourself <laughs> a shout out. And give us a, and then give a, us a hey, hey, a hey, howdy at the same time. <laughs> And I guess on that note, we'll talk to you next time already. I guess so. So, well, later, Doomers. Later, Doomers.